You are listening to Bloom and Blight, Episode 2, Under the Surface. So, we uh, will pick back up a, a little bit of a time jump, backwards a little bit into our day from where we left off. And seeing what our final team member here has been up to in the few months of Fallout post the whole incident uh, that most everyone seems to be trying to forget or use. We'll, We'll see how this works out for everybody. But let's first get a description, if you could, Candace, of Lonnie and maybe what they would be doing in just, you know, a typical summer afternoon living life. Sure. Um, so uh, Lonnie, it, that's uh, their mundane name. Um, she is um, in the process of grieving, trying to kind of figure out uh, what to do next, how to handle these big feelings um, that they're wrestling with. I think if we're going to be cinematic about it, you would see an average height, kind of curvaceous build, black woman, um, black femme, shaved sides, um, half their kinky curly hair is uh, white, the other half is black, up into um, big afro puffs. One of their eyes is crystal blue, the other one is a deep uh, chocolate brown. Um, Stretched ears, very kind of alternative looking tattoos and things like that. And across their skin are patches of um, of vitiligo, uh, slightly lighter than their deeper brown complexion. They are They kind of rock this sort of eclectic, kind of punk-tinged street style. Um, And I imagine when we kind of meet them, they'd probably be um, painting. Uh, They love painting um, and kind of exploring their more artistic side. And they are prone to sort of talking to herself. It's, It's something that she kind of does idly and catches herself, especially when she's around kind of just regular people out and about um, it always makes her blush um, and I think uh, I think this one is probably a landscape even though she's staring out um, at Oliva Bay the beautiful kind of ocean there um, there's almost an otherworldly color palette that she's using to um, create this image uh, it looks more kind of galaxy and kind of astral than it does uh, like real life even though she's absolutely capturing exactly what's in front of her. Awesome. I love that. Um, let's go ahead and just knock the knock the dust off here. And could I get a roll from you, please? Just to kind of appreciate this view. And, you know, my go-to would be perceive if you have that, uh, any points in that, or if you could argue anything else in which you're trying to kind of pick out something in this this view. Yeah, I think that I will use Perceive. I don't have anything um, in it. Either that or Express, I'd say. Like, Express is more about using words, but I am expressing, like... In my mind, I'm expressing my feelings through this painting, so I don't know if Perceive is better. Yeah. No, I would allow that. I would allow that for sure. Okay. So, uh, with a A5, um, you are sitting here... And in in a painting in in your your own world here a bit, and something kind of catches your eye. 
for a minute out in the water. It almost like something move, you know, movement. And you think, oh, was there like a big fish or, you know, it was big. It was probably, is there a dolphin? Like, oh, it's not the time for whales. Like, what was that as you kind of see? But it seems like the water, you know, very, very quickly goes back to, to a, a, not glassy, but is very calm. I feel like there's probably not a lot of breeze. It's a bay. You're not having to really deal with like big waves or anything like this, but you kind of look and then go back to your painting. And then again, see something kind of move out of the corner of your eye. Look again, can't even notice really the water moving at this point. And you go back to painting and then, you know, you're, you're, you're paying more attention as you see what almost looks to be just like a a light that kind of seems to pulse like a little, just like a little brighter and then go back dark in this bay. And it's just like under the water just barely and it looks like just kind of a blue light goes away. Then it looks a little further away, goes away, looks to be a little further away, goes away. And then you just kind of watch now as you're, you know, tracing its path and it's, you know, dark so you're thinking probably still below the surface a good bit but odd i mean i'm i'm <laughs> picturing this a lot since we were talking about kind of west coast like monterey bay where it gets deep once you get out into the middle of that like it's a big old canyon and so it's one of those things where you're like how far down in the water is this and you kind of watch it for a bit but then it seems to kind of either stop pulsing or you can't see it anymore as you're still sitting. And I think you do kind of get a, that just kind of a little bit of like a chill up your, up your spine of, of something just weird, unexplainable, you know, that was that an alien kind of feeling. <laughs> I think out loud, she says, did you, did you see that? I, I don't know what that was. Yeah, but. We should call the others. We should call the others. And then she takes out her phone and immediately like sends a group text. Like, hey, trying to work, caught something beneath the surface at the bay and then takes a picture and um, kind of uses uh, her stylus to like illustrate like where she saw the weird thing. Yeah, I think you do. And it's able to kind of send off, but it's one of those things where, you know, you're, you're, you're kind of out getting this nice view a little further. The, the cell phone signal was a little spotty and you've clearly hit signal again as this sends and you get like six messages pop in from earlier in the day. And they are all from the same individual, uh, your friend Zeke. Just a, just a young, you know, college freshman, you know, kind of met, chat a bit. Um, the first one is, is just like a, hey, anything I can help you with today? Then there's like a long break and then it's something's wrong. I need you to come help right now. There's a missed call at that point in time that you can kind of see comes in. And then it's just like random assortments of just button mashing looking text after that point and then nothing. Oh, I immediately get on my skateboard and try to um, either get to a bus or just hoof it back over to uh, the greenhouse on campus. I know that that's where Zeke tends to be. All right. So we'll cut then over to 
uh, a, a garage in the middle of town as our three other heroes here, you all get a alert on your phone, a little group text. This is probably, well, I guess, I don't know. We'll, we'll see if Vic has made his way back to the garage or is still walking, uh, but we'll say, you know, this has probably been just about 10 or 15 minutes since this kid has finally been able to like go to sleep and sleep off whatever has happened to him uh, that you get this, this text from Lonnie. I think notably Lark's phone goes off. Daft's does not. Um, Daft has muted the group chat. Yeah. Uh, I think Lark gives Daft a look at that, um, but checks the message. Seems like not everyone is allergic to asking for help. Daft just, you know, kind of looks like a little bit like a kicked puppy. Just like, okay, no, that's fair. Yeah. Um, but does also like check her phone, um, knowing that this is a group chat and not something that just Lark got. I mean, we can't, we can't leave him here, can we? No. Do you think Wolfsbane would be okay if we told Belladonna to come here? I mean, we can try to call him. I don't know if he's in a headspace to pick up his phone. Not it. (sighs) No, that's fair. Uh, sort of like glancing down, just like hoping, praying for the three dots from Wolfsbane. I'm seeing a shaking head. I'm seeing that's a no. Uh, cool. Wolfsbane, uh, his just had an experience, uh, for those listening, if you recall, just had an experience that he has no interest in looking at his phone, least of all for a text message. Cool. I think Daff will give it the good old college try once uh, to call Wolfsbane and like sort of give him a heads up. But if he doesn't answer, the only real course of action that we have is to bring Belladonna here. I would say he probably is not going to pick up on the first call. You you only get one. Oh, so. well, sorry. <laughs> sorry. I, it's one of those, we're kind of running out of time. And also, like, I'm not going to keep blowing up your line. If if you were going to answer me, you were going to answer me. So, no, yeah. you know we're sitting in your garage yeah, yeah, yeah. right now. Like, you know. Nope, you get one. Um, and if he doesn't pick up, then uh, I'll drop a location pin, like t- turn my location on and just be like, your text Belladonna back in the group chat, like you're going to need to come here. Would Lonnie slash Belladonna know where this garage is? Is there going to need to be a pin sent? How how open was Vic about kind of showing this place off? <laughs> um, Lily knew where it was. That's about it. Lily actually helped him find it and set it up because effectively until he was who he was he didn't know how the world worked outside of acting as a you know agent of evil whatever we want to say to that extent so i would say this is the first time he's brought anyone here so then yeah um lonnie i think you will get a response back from daff specifically that um says you're gonna have to come here within an address that not too terribly far from campus but definitely not the greenhouse which is different i think you get back like a bunch of like emojis that are like the question mark emoji with the exclamation mark next to it and like surprise face like a bunch of those types of deals and then uh, a voice message i was on my way uh to the greenhouse i've got another situation um there's there's a kid I don't know we're not like super duper close but we're, we're we're friends I guess and 
he asked me for help. Something's going on with him. Um, I is, is this an emergency? Do I need to come to you first? Daff will play it out loud, obviously. Um, so, you know, Lark, I imagine, hears all of that and just sort of looks at Lark like, I mean, I don't know if emergency is right, but... He did say Belladonna's name earlier, though. It could be the same friend. You think? I mean, Daff just sort of, like, squints, takes her phone out, snaps, like, a... a Arguably very creepy picture of this, like, kid on the on the couch and just uh, shoots it over to Belladonna uh, with a text that reads, Define emergency. So that's Zeke then. You, yeah, you see, you see Zeke, like, still, you know, clearly his face, like, conked out, um, looks busted up, bruised, dirty, bits of gravel in his hair. But most shockingly, his entire, both of his hands and running about halfway up his arms is just this pitch black looking something, you know, from a picture. It looks to be like it's a part of his skin and you can kind of see it almost starting to like snake its way up, kind of like a like blood poisoning would. So clearly not, that's not normal. <laughs> yeah, I think you get back um, a very panicked voice memo. On my way. Don't have my bike. Just my board. That's Zeke. Is he... Is he comfortable? Please keep him comfortable. I'll be there soon. Well, hopefully that'll give us some answers. Okay. All right. Okay. I mean, at least... At least she does know him. And he doesn't just know her. Yeah. I will keep an eye out the window for, um, I guess, try not to get electrocuted while you watch him. You just get the most tired, shit-eating grin, like, you got it, dude. Uh, and we'll just kind of go sit over by Zeke, probably just, like, sitting on the back of this, like, ratty couch. <laughs> Zeke's, like, on the actual couch, and Daph's just kind of, like, perched on the back, like the weirdest little gargoyle. All right, you keep an eye, and yeah, he seems to be sleeping soundly, and even as you are watching now, um, in just, we'll say, you know, the 20 minutes it takes for uh, Lonnie to make it to the garage, you can see that whatever this is that had started to form a bark on him is starting to kind of crack and slough off and those kind of black tendrils under his skin are starting to to recede back down and kind of oh, oh, not going towards the heart <laughs> anymore. <laughs> so it's looking like whatever was dropped off and y'all used on him is at least slowing it down, if not reversing whatever is going wrong here. And after a bit, um, Belladonna, you come around a corner to this garage, which I don't think we fully explain kind of the outside or the surrounding areas. Uh, Logan, would you like to kind of maybe explain what it looks like and where it is kind of situated here in town? It's a, since we're like on a coastal area, I'm kind of picturing it's by a beach. It's where most people would keep kind of their storage like they store a lot of like things that they have that they can't keep in their homes anymore for whatever reason they moved they're in transitional periods in their lives but he just stores his bike there um so like you see row after row of row of like garage doors uh his is very you know nondescript he, he does not want to be found he doesn't want to post something on it that says wolfsbane lives here get out no it's it's so Outside of, you know, metal 
doors for the garage and like maybe it's painted red on the outside because that's how they paint all the garages it's not something that you would easily point out except for probably the number that's on it which i don't know what number to put on it in my brain because i'm 12 at heart wants to say it's 69 um 420 i that could be it yeah could do that instead um but yeah it's 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 unremarkable to to a very like well we're, we're in, a, in a way we're, we're like clark kenning it you know it's like too obvious to not be something that should be like brought attention to it but otherwise yeah like i said it's by the beach it's nondescript um the only thing that you might notice that's a little bit strange uh, are scorch marks on the f ground around it uh, from his bike, which, you know, has purple flames come out of it. So every once in a while you might see, oh, he must have ridden that way or he must have ridden the other way because you can see the marks from there. You uh, see this, I think, you know, Wolfsbane's still still nowhere to be seen as of now as uh, you can kind of, you know, pull up this garage door and peek in and you see Larkspur and Daffodil within a now absolutely snoring Zeke on this couch inside of this kind of ready put together living area in this larger garage. And I've never been here before. Never, yeah. Hey, what, what is this? Where is this? Why is he here? I, who, who lives here? Does anyone want to fill me in, or...? Uh, well, this is Wolfsbane's. Um, I don't think he lives here, but this was the only place we had to go. Your friend was in a bit of trouble. Um, We're causing a bit of trouble. Causing? Yeah. No, he's sweet. He's sweet. He, he yeah, I don't think it was on purpose. Um, no, the vision I saw, um, I saw through his eyes, and... He couldn't control what he was doing. He was very scared and fighting very hard against it, but he caused a lot of damage. I had to be a little rough with him, but he injured Daff as well. Oh, Daff, are you okay? I, I think you can see, uh, just like with what Daff's wearing, which is uh, not a lot, and what it is is spandex. This is a gymnastics costume, 100%. Like, there's a decent-sized burn over a majority of her left shoulder. But she's just sort of, like, sitting on the back of the couch, probably, like, holding one ice-cold beer can to the shoulder and another one to Zeke's head. Um, like, clearly, they're both kind of having a bad time. And she just says, I'm fine. It's... I'll I'll live. I'm more concerned about your friend. You you do know this guy, I, right? I do. I mean, we're, we're... We've started to be friends... I, I met him at the greenhouse. It's a long story. It was the day that, um, it was the day that we met, um, that I met myself. Um, it's whatever. I, he's, he's good and he means well and he always just wants to be helpful and I feel terrible he's going through this. I, is there anything I can do? Daff just kind of, you know, shakes her head, doesn't really, kind of at a loss for like what to do at all in this situation. I don't, do you know, is he, he said he didn't do this before. Has he, is he like us at all, normally? I don't know. That's a good question. I, I don't think so. But, I mean, we keep who we are very close to our chest, and maybe he does too? Sort of a fair enough, very knowing nod from Daff, who is in a very shitty 
party city eye mask and has always been every time that you've met them. Uh, just like, nah, nah, game recognized game for sure. We have no idea what's going on. I saw a little bit through his eyes and could tell that people were in danger. But aside from that, I haven't seen anything. This, this is all we have. It was some kind of medicine, possibly, that just showed up. We don't know where it came from. Medicine? Yeah, we don't know where it came from, but it seemed to help. It stopped him from killing Daff, at least. Can I see it? Yeah, I mean, do you, Lark, do you have the, the pen? Where'd that go? Um, yeah, I set it down over there. Can I look at it and see if I can figure out, like, Bella is very in tune with um, flowers and the greenhouse is like her favorite place. Like that's where she kind of steeps herself the most. Um, Would I be able to maybe tell like if this is something we can make more of? Yeah, so you look at, yeah, this, not utensil, instrument. That's what they're called in scientific things. Um, Which looks like a casing for like an EpiPen kind of vibe, but it's a little bigger, it's a little bulkier, it's more, there's actual metal to it, you know, this glass kind of vial in the middle. Um, most of, yeah, whatever was in it has been administered already, but you're able to kind of look and and see just like what looks to be just kind of this green kind of viscous liquid that has a little bit of a glow to it and just like the couple of drops that are left. Actually, I think I would say even, I'll kind of give you this one for free. You're looking at it and it very clearly looks unnatural. <laughs> it very clearly doesn't look just even as of a normal medicine with having kind of this glow to it. And you can almost kind of catch a little bit what looks to be like some sort of little specks in it that seem to kind of like move and flicker and kind of make that green hue, that glow to it. Does the glow at all look like the glow that I saw beneath the water? It doesn't, I'll say. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, the the one that you kind of saw in the water was a little more blue and it seemed like from a big source, you know? Okay. I have no idea what this is. There's little things inside. I guess we just need to watch him. Um, did you get my text? I saw something at the bay. Also, where is Wolfsbane? I'm hoping. I, I will say at that point, you can you can hear the roaring of his bike as he comes around back to his garage. Um, I've just I've just decided this. Uh, my bike's name is Cerberus because that's badass and cool, um, and I have a wolf's motif. So. Um, but you can hear his, the bike come back, and just as you ask where he is, you can see him slam the door open. Fuck! And he just sits, like, he sees all three of you and goes, <clears throat> and he just sits on the couch, not sitting on Zeke, but, like, moves him and just sits on the couch. Says, Fuck! And he just kind of keeps on. It's his mantra right now. New problems are old. Did you also see the the, the glowing? Did you did you see it too? Is that why you're so agitated? Uh, n- no. Fuck. Uh. I f- fucking. They're back. They're back. They're fucking back. They're back. They're fucking. They're back. Who? Them. The, the, the you know the the ones that made me. They're they're back. They're here. They're. They, they talk to me. He and he points to the the vial that's in Belladonna's hand. They made that that fucking thing. It's probably poison. I don't know, but they're fucking back. 
Oh, so this does not help anyone. I don't know. I, I, she gave it to me. She just she dropped it off. I don't know what she's doing. I don't know why she's she's messing with my head. I don't. Uh. If they, if if it's the people who made you, and it's the people who made that, are you thinking that they have also made him? I don't know that they didn't turn people and maybe he's not a person like me maybe he's something else maybe he's I don't know but they normally just make us they just make us and then we're here uh, he looks at Belladonna because he heard him say her name uh, and he looks and goes how long have you known him? Uh, since um, I don't since the joining um, so before you knew me yes but I mean no is kind of a loose term we're not uh, y- yeah okay I just need a timeline if they made him before they made me, that would no explain why I don't know anything about him. But I don't, I don't know. Some kid, and Wolfsbane kind of just like he is lost uh, and clearly terrified that something is coming back to hurt him and and you, I guess, all of you. You can kind of see the fear, and he just kind of goes silent and mutters under his breath, "Fuck." We'll figure it out. We won't let them get you. When you're among friends, you know, you can't really lose, right? I'm not worried about me. I'm worried that they're back after what happened. This was supposed to be over after Lily. Without Lily, it can never be over. (sighs) I know what you mean. I'm sorry. I don't mean to get... We've been in our feelings today. You have no idea. (sighs) Well, are we all just going to live in my garage? What's the game plan? I mean, we have the hideout, but can we bring Zeke to it? You said they're back. Did did you lose them? Did I mean they know where we're they, at? Yeah. They brought the. So this isn't safe. I'm gonna have to find a new garage. Well, they'll probably just find that. Is the hideout even safe? Is anywhere even safe? I don't. The hideout is at least secure. You can only get in specific ways. Yeah. That's fair enough. Okay. I mean, I don't... Belladonna, you know this guy arguably better than any of us, I assume. I Can we trust him in the hideout? He's a good kid, and I think if we blindfold him and make sure that he can't see where we're going, that if he wakes up there, we at least know he'll fight whatever this is inside of him and won't just give in easily. I can probably keep him calm. Having a familiar face might help. No, that's fair. I mean, I hate to tie the kid up and blindfold him, but we can make that happen, I guess. I mean, he trusts me. If I tell him we had no choice, I think he'll understand. Well, I can go and get the flowers if you all want to meet me over there. Okay, let's let's get out of here. They at least know where we are, and that means they could get to us at any moment, and I don't like it. My skin is going to crawl off my own... From one bike rider to another, can you be a little bit careful? It was so easy to find this place and know that you are here with all of those tire marks all over the front. Is less flames an option? Please. I I don't have room for him on my board. You're going to have to take him with you. Unless, you know, Daff Larkspur, you have room somewhere for him. I mean, on my shoulders, I guess. I'll take him on my bike. He'll be fine. (laughs) Don't worry about it. I can carry people. 
It's. We set the flames to. To low. Do you think there's like a dial here? It's just. I don't. I don't know. I don't claim to understand how your bike works. I don't drive that. Mm-hmm. Listen, this. I don't. Maybe just. Maybe just pull over before you get to the hideout and walk the bike in if you need to. <laughs> Park it in a bush, you know, down the side of the hill, right? Something. Okay. You know what? We'll. <laughs> it's a good bike. This is not a criticism. I love it. It's wonderful. Just. Okay. No. I feel like there's a lot of focus right now on my bike and not a lot of focus on us going. So <laughs> That's the problem, is that there's so much focus on the bike. That's that's what we're trying to avoid, is the is the is the focus on the on the okay, bike. I, um, I understand, I get it. it. I will be I'll okay. go into stealth mode. Really? Less flames, less I knew you had stealth mode. That that was that was <laughs> Uh, I, I was I was humoring you. There's no way. It's a bike powered by magic. I can't make it less noticeable. Well, we tried. Don't worry about it. It'll be fine. Things will be fine. Donnie will work on something. They're they're gonna be tinkering about this all day. Mm. And she kind of like taps her her forehead like stop. <laughs> Daff, you don't have a vehicle. Do you want to come with me? Or are you following them on foot? I mean. If they don't need my help, just sort of like looks at Wolfsbane and Belladonna. I'm just going to put them on my bike. There's not enough room for more than two people. Right. No, I... You can ride on my longboard with me if you want to come. I mean, I, I never don't need you. I think I I think I would just crowd the board. Um, I, I, my sick flips end once I'm on wheels. Uh, yeah, they'll just sort of like ha- half, a, half a smile. Like, yeah, I'll, I'll help grab the flowers. That's fine. I'll go ahead and uh, I'll go ahead and get the kid on my bike, and Wolfsbane will go up, grab the kid, easily put him over his shoulder, and just like start walking. Takes a quick look at his garage and size. I was just starting to like this place. Okay, and I'll put him on. I'll give him my helmet. I'll ride without my own helmet. He'll 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 carry it. They'll look less less suspicious as we're driving on the highway. You know, like the person on the back isn't just knocked out, so it doesn't look like I'm kidnapping someone. But yeah, I'll just like I'll see you all to hide out, and he just gets Cerberus ready and. Before you take off, real quick. Before you take off, you get him on the bike, and you're looking back at your garage. What is a moment? that you've had in this garage that stands out to you with Lily? Probably the most prominent moment is her showing him the garage. And for the first time in his entire life, he's had his own private space. And her giving that to him, I mean, she didn't like give it to him, obviously she showed it, it helped him find it. But it's that moment, that realization that Oh, no one has to know what I doesn't have to know where this is. No one has to bother me. It's my own. I think that the day uh, when you were able to finally kind of move in to this this garage, have it be your own. How long? How long ago do you think that would have been? What is the timeline on Vic kind of joining the the crew? I would say it was like four to five months. Not not long, but like not recent anymore. You know. Mm-hmm. Enough that maybe I feel like I've always been part of the team, even though I haven't. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know, we see Lily a few, few months back in in just her day-to-day form. Um, she always went by Lily with y'all. If there was a kind of mundane name that she gave up, you wouldn't know it, as it was always just Lily. Um, you see her standing there. 
you know, in front of the garage door. She's kind of pulled it open for you as you've you've pulled up. And she's standing there with a like, ta-da, kind of like Vanna White arms going on. Um, you see she's kind of tanner, more tan skin, but very freckled. Has these just like golden eyes that just kind of pop. Her hair is like bright pink and orange and like little pom-pom like puffs on her head just like this just wild crazy fun colors um i think she's standing there and just probably just like some ripped jeans and like an equally bright pink shirt you know just very like casual converse i feel like that that feels like the vibe too like white the blue jeans and the bright you know everything just very very bright very fun very light very happy and uh yeah she's kind of sitting there with like the little ta-da of now the inside of this is furnished it is what you have it furnished with currently but it was not previously and she's like it's the best i could find um honestly you know I, I didn't feel like new things you would really be happy with also i didn't want to work extra hours i'm sorry but facebook marketplace great finds right um uh, what's i don't i don't know what that is um it's a rabbit hole you don't want to go down it's fine okay um so this is mine all yours um what do i what do i do with it uh i mean i guess whatever you want really um I didn't know what you needed for that points to the bike. So didn't get you any of those things, but you could probably work on that over there. Um, got a TV, a radio. I don't know if people use those anymore, but you got one. So you could just listen to things. Like what? Let's go back to the TV. Uh, you could watch shows. Like what? Ooh, okay. Let's see, what would be your vibe? Um, there's one show, really a lot of seasons, dark and kind of brooding like you are a uh, supernatural have you heard of that mm, i mean I've, I've been called supernatural before i think you'll love it okay it's on netflix i'll log it in anyway i uh, just look um felt like you needed a place to call your own you'll figure out whatever you may do to fill your time here i don't know maybe invite me over we could hang out i don't know maybe invite the other team members friends um. to come hang out Let's put a pin on that. But yeah, you coming over would be nice. I do. Do I need to tell you what I did while I'm here? Do I have to like log that? No, please don't. I don't really want to know, honestly. D just whatever pops in your head of like, hey, I want to do this. You can. As long as it's probably not like killing or hurting people or like breaking laws, because that's going to be a lot to have to clean up and talk about later. But I won't kill or hurt someone who doesn't try to hurt or kill other people. Valid. That's a good line. Um, I also put some water in the fridge, some food there. Uh, it's all set up and oh, great. Hold on. And she'll like go over to a box and like pull out a vase and like sits on the middle of the table and puts a little bouquet of lilies in it. It's like now it's home, right? Vic is trying hard, very hard, not to well up with emotions but the biggest problem that he has is he's never had the capability until very recently when he has changed because again vic was once a monstrous creature who has been made human and we don't think about it so much but like on your day-to-day -day, but realize children have this of time to recognize emotions and how to properly process them vic has not had that time he might have had the mentality to understand like this is anger this is joy but he doesn't know what that all feels like 
So Vic is just kind of standing there, looking a little tense, a little angry, but you can see little like tears starting to form in his eyes. And he just kind of looks at Lily and goes, thank you. Um, I really appreciate this. I-, I feel like I owe you something, but I don't know what. How about a hug? Are we there yet? Oh, okay. Um, he just kind of awkwardly opens his arms and like walks stiffly over. <laughs> okay. Um, what's the next thing I do? Okay. 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 Do, do you? That's. Do you want me to 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 to, to start the the hug that's part what, okay. of this? Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna close my right arm. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And now now the other. Uh, okay. And okay. Now you do the same. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's. This is it. This is a hug. That's. We're hugging right now. Yeah. You give a little squeeze, like oh, oh. and then that then then that's it. Yeah. That was a lot. You're unusually strong for your size. I am. I really am. And she'll kind of pull back. Oh, sorry, I forget my own strength. Okay. Um, that was different. That was weird. I think I'm feeling things. I don't know what they are yet. Um. You. Hey, you can process those in your brand new garage. Okay. Do you want me to stay or like leave? What What, what would help this processing situation better? Um. Can we just sit and like exist together? Yeah. Absolutely. Just like immediately plops down onto the couch and we flash forward to Vic in real time, kind of like reliving this memory and kind of feeling those emotions bubble over when you notice the vase that's still sitting there, probably some dead lilies from the last time she put it in kind of like hanging over the edge, but there is one brand new one right in the middle of the vase. Did I put that there? Nope. Vic is very confused having not had the time to process what's going on and noticing that, but looks at it. They're just trying to mess with me. They're all just trying to mess with me. Okay, I'm out of here. And he revs up the engine and all pretenses of being stealthy are gone and the flames burn brightly and he zooms off with Zeke in tow. Belladonna was following after on the board, right? Just heading straight to the hideout as well. All right, so you're 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 following behind. Uh, it's pretty easy to to keep a general track. I mean, you can't keep up, uh, but you are able to kind of follow follow your way easy enough um, as you'll head to the hideout. For then Daff and Lark, y'all are going to the gardening club. Yes, I believe so. Um, quick though, before we like dip from the garage for potentially ever. Wolfsbane is, are there any like posters or anything on the wall? Like any sort of trinkets? Uh, the closest that Wolfsbane would have for like personal effects, honestly, they're so far and few and it's probably something that he stores on his bike or on his person. Like he can't, he hasn't like really figured out what it means to have a personal thing, to have like something that's just his alone. Oh, well now I'm crying. Um. <laughs> Because she's, unbeknownst to most of the group, Daff has bounced from home to home a lot in the past. And she knows that, you know, it's it's tough to leave everything behind, but sometimes you've got to kind of pick and choose. But it is good to have some sort of consistency. So if she can find some sort of small, like, carryable object, and maybe it is just that radio, maybe there isn't like a poster or like a, a pop figure or something, but something like that that she would take with her to the hideout just so that he could have but some consistent item. Can I have a question for the director? Yes. How famous or popular is Bloom in this world? Was very, or at least in this town and like surrounding areas. 
Would there have been figures made of us? Oh, absolutely. Then Vic has a Lily figure, absolutely. Stop it. Oh, yes. I mean, so it's probably that. And like, I think Daph is a little bit like sort of teary eyed realizing that like, no, that's, that is the quote unquote personal effect that is grabbable. Then she'll just kind of, you know, take a second, kind of like look it over and be like, okay, that hurts more than I thought it was going to and tosses it in her gym bag and turns to Lark like, all right, let's do this thing. Lark holds out a hand, hold tight. She does, she always does. Her blade appears and she slices upwards uh, through the air. And I think it opens up to like a dark forest that is twisted and gnarled in really odd ways. It's like it's going to be a long journey this time. And jumps through. Thank you so much for listening to Bloom and Blight. Our cast includes Taylor as the director, Candace as Belladonna, Logan as Wolfsbane, Kit as Daffodil, and Anna as Larkspur. Cast details can be found in the show description. All production is handled by Anna and Kit. All sounds and music, courtesy Epidemic Sounds. Girl by Moonlight is a Forged in the Dark system from Evil Hat Productions. To stay up to date with all things Bloom and Blight, be sure to give us a follow on social media at Bloom and Blight. Bloom and Blight is a Dareful Archives production. See you next time.